Hey, this is Tellus, and welcome to Straight Talk Uncut, recorded on January 25th, 2016. How you guys doing? Thanks for coming back to another episode uh, of me rambling on about stuff. Um, so this episode is gonna be it's gonna be theme based, and not on purpose. Just it just sort of happened like that. Um, you know, when I when I get stories that come across my feeds and things like that. A lot of times, if it's something that um, that I that I deem as uh, what's the word? It's like too easy to talk about, like you know, like drama and photography or some sort of art exhibit that's about something that's I mean, it's obvious, obviously meant to shock. I usually ignore it, but there's this um, this this. One that kept coming on my radar, and it was about a documentary on uh, Robert Maplethorpe. And gotta gotta be honest with you, I I didn't know who Robert Maplethorpe was, but you know once I saw the pictures, then of course I recognized some of the images. And not even the <laughs> not even if you know who, who Robert Maplethorpe Thorpe is, you know who I'm talking about. Not even the raunchy ones, but like some of the celebrity, um, like the Warhol picture um there was some there was some more images that I saw that I um I recognized and uh and let, let me preface with this I'm I'm horrible with names like even photographers that I you know read biographies on watch their documentaries I'm just I'm just one of those people that are horrible with some names I, I don't know what it is um but some names will stick in my head um, like there's still one, and I refuse to look it up because I I, I want to remember. But there's a photographer that I I love her work, but I can't I can't think of a name to save my life. And and she's the she's the photographer that um, she she does the pictures. I keep wanting to say Vivian Mayer, but I know it's not Vivian Mayer because Vivian Mayer is the the nanny that died and you know these guys found all her photographs in these storage uh her storage sheds or storage little storage rooms they got auctioned off her name is she's the photographer that she dresses herself she she, she you know she plays these characters she's one of those um i think she was probably one of the first ones to, to do it because i watched a documentary on um on on uh, Amazon Amazon Prime, and see I just forgot to guys say let me look it up man just give me one second let me look up this documentary but it reminded me of uh, it reminded me of her work because he 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 did this sort of uh, trying to like tracing his roots you know what I mean like uh, genealogy and what he did was he he played the characters. Of these people in his in his family tree, pretty much. Uh, let me find this damn. What is this documentary, man? Let me. Uh, here it is. Uh, Beautifully broken. That's the name of the documentary, and the photographer is Raphael Goldchains. So. So he he pretty much you know 
he's he's on this quest to to retrace his roots. I'm I'm not even finished with the documentary. It's only fifty three minutes long. But I usually watch I usually watch documentaries and things like that in spurts. You know, usually when I'm on a treadmill or something, cause I don't I don't sit sit around and you know watch things like that. But like if I'm um, somewhere waiting for my kids to do something at a doctor's appointment or something like that, I I you know I watch them. So I'm not even finished with this documentary. There's about four or five different documentaries that I'm in the middle of watching. But um, so he he reminded me of this photographer who I was just infatuated with her work and and, and not just her work her story. Uh, I, again, I watched her biography, uh, her, her her documentary, and it just kind of resonated. I, you know, I, I like this is the thing when I when I watch somebody's documentary or find out some tidbit about. A photographer's. Oh, that's my reminder going off. I need to turn it off. When I find out like about somebody's story, then and I talked about this before. Then they they, I understand their photograph. Even this guy, this um, Raphael Goldchains. Um, you know, if you if you just if you look on the surface of it, you would think he he was copying this other photographer. I man, I, I can't remember my name. And I'm not gonna look up because it's just it's just ridiculous. My wife does that. Like if, if there's a name we can't remember, she refused to to look it up. And I and I have Google like right in my hand. I have my phone right in my hand. Want to look it up? She like do not look it up. And eventually she's the she's always the first one to to remember for some reason. But anyway, um, so so yeah, that's that's uh, one documentary that I'm in the middle of watching. But there's a there was one that came on my radar, and I think it was um, it first played at the the um, the Independent Film Awards or Independent what do you, what do you call it the Independent Films thing that they have every year in um, Canada somewhere. Let me see here. Anyway, it's about Maplethorpe, uh, and the the title of the the headline I saw was Maplethorpe gets the documentary he deserves. And it's gonna be. It looks like it's an HBO documentary film. Oh, Sundance. That's that's the the name of the event. So it was shown at Sundance, and of course, you know, it's it was probably uh you know one of those things where nowadays, I mean, you know, it's 2016. If you just looked at his images, you would think, um, oh, he's just going for the shock the shock value thing. Uh, you know what I mean, like the 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 shock value. But if, if that's all he created, if he didn't have any substance in any sort of other work, <clears throat> I could see that. And and when I first saw, when I was reading his article, and I looked him up, and I saw like there's this one called um, it's pretty much this dude's dick hanging out of his pants, and he's in a suit. Um. What is it called? There was a name of it. But, you know, when I saw it, I was like, okay, so this, he's going for like the shock. He's showing black dudes dicks. <laughs> and to me, it's just like, it's, it's you know, it's so easy. But then when I looked at the other pictures that I actually recognized him from, I was like, oh, that's the same guy? I mean, it's totally on the other end of the spectrum. 
And matter of fact, I you know I looked at my uh, local library here to see if they had any any books. Cause that's that's what I do. I, I have like a process when I when something comes on my radar. I I, I want to first like if it's a photographer, I, I want to first find a documentary on them. If there's if you know either on Netflix or um, Netflix YouTube, well Netflix and Amazon first, and then YouTube. You know, or like um, some like sometimes you go to like he has a foundation. Sometimes you go to like the website or the foundation website or something like that and they will have like video. So I went to my, my local library, you know, do, did a search and there was one book there, but it wasn't, it was by, it wasn't, it wasn't like a full biography. So, you know, of course then I go to Amazon and see, but then um, there's this one book called Robert, Robert Maplethorpe Flowers by Patty Smith. And it's, it's these beautiful still lights, and I and, and this this is some of the work that I remember of his. And also, let me see if they have the book about. Um, there was these celebrity portraits he did, and I don't I don't well at least by the title I can't tell if any of these are. And I was like, that's the same guy, you know? I, I didn't even you wouldn't even put. It's like it's two two different. Oh yeah, so he has this other book called Some Women. And it's like these portraits of women, but then you go to um, <laughs> you go to some of his other stuff like this, this uh, like gay erotica type photography, and it's on the w way on the other scale. And so that's how that's that's to me that's the difference between someone just simply going for shock and somebody that's. They're just, they're just, it's pretty, I mean, if you read more about them, you realize that the the gay erotica stuff is, you know, art imitating life, really, because that's the stuff he did. Matter of fact, I found an old article on him um, where it says he actually participated, <laughs> you know, he participated in, in like some of these outlandish uh, shots you see of him of, of like the, the type of scenes he's setting it wasn't a scene it was actually shit happening going on and he decided to photograph it I'm like wow and uh, of course you know we're in, we in, we in a time where you know everything is desensitized I mean we you, you, you don't have to look far to see something similar to that by a nobody and maybe at the time this guy was a, you know maybe thought was a nobody who knows? I, you know, like I said, I'm just I'm just finding out about his actual life. But in this article that I uh, this one old article that I read, it seems like um, there was this there was this um, senator or governor or something that was actually trying to shut him down. You know, trying to put a halt to his his uh, his his artwork. It was a yeah, senator senator Jesse Jesse Helms took up a crusade to ban the work of Maplethorpe and you know based on those you know the 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 nudes or the and when I look at them some of the pictures aren't, aren't even nude it's just like a dude in like fully clothed but then they have his dick hanging out <laughs> then some of them are fully nude like this one of this bodybuilder and the dude is like 
picture like a dude posing. I mean, just just do a search for Memphis if you was find it. But he's posing like a bodybuilder pose. He got a full on, full full on stiffy, full on hard on. And it's like, when I looked at, it, I was like, what was he going for? But then you gotta you gotta realize this is back in what 80s, 70s, 80s or something like that. And at the time, that probably was like, oh my god, that's like. That, you know, yeah, I mean, that probably was unheard of. But I looked at it and was like, all right, so I've seen pictures of new bodybuilders, but so, okay, so the dude got a fucking heart on. And to me, I was just trying to figure out what was, I guess, artistic about it. And I guess it's not about just being artistic. is is about his message, I guess. You know, he was a gay dude. He was into that. He was, you know, he... If you read, if you do a search, matter of fact, there was this, there's this old article uh, from the Independent called "Sexual uh, Perversity in Manhattan," and I think this was from like 1995. Uh, is that right? 1995. Yeah, from 1995. Wow. I didn't realize it was that old. But I mean, this, this, whoever wrote this article. Garden Burn, I think, but uh, well, that's who that's who posted it. And if you read this article, I'm, I'm of course I'm gonna post a link to it um, in the uh, on the show notes. I mean, it, it goes into detail about the guy's life. Matter of fact, it starts off with a quote uh, by Maplethorpe while he was on his deathbed. He died of AIDS, you know. And that was the thing back, you know, living that lifestyle back then before their awareness was out of AIDS and HIV. You know, people were dying. Matter of fact, I looked up two or three of the names that were associated with him and they all died of AIDS. You know, uh, the one one guy was Sam Wagstaff. He died of AIDS uh, or HIV or pneumonia. You know, one of those that was, that was a result of being HIV positive. There was another guy who I think was his longtime boyfriend or lover or partner, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Um, and he also died of, you know, died of HIV AIDS. You know, and that was and I was like, you know, from because I wanted to learn more about these people in the documentary because the cover of the document of the like when you look, if you look up the documentary, the cover is a picture of him. You know, Robert Mapplethorpe and um, Sam Wagstaff. So I didn't know who the hell Sam Wagstaff was. Uh, so I looked, of course, like I just said, I looked it up on Amazon. And there was a trailer to to the documentary. Or to a documentary. I'm not even sure if it's the same documentary. But a trailer to a documentary that had on the cover, the cover image, uh, Robert Mapplethorpe and Sam Wagstaff. But uh, it's not on Prime. It's Prime is what Prime is doing. Amazon Prime is doing now is like even though you have Prime, there's still some movies and some things that are not you can't you can't stream, and you have to either add on like a subscription to another little add-on um, like uh, Showtime, and in this case, is like, there's this new thing called docudrama. And it's like a streaming service that only shows documentaries, and it's like four ninety nine a month. So I probably won't be seeing that one. Um, you know, like I said, I, I got, you know, I mean, shit. If it's not on Netflix or Amazon or YouTube, or if I can't get the library, 
I don't why I, I I can't see it. You know, I read the biography, find, you know, find a book or something like that. Um, so, what's my point behind all this? Well, my point was that, um, and, and it's just that it's just related to this this recording about like uh, oh, matter of fact, let me let me finish reading the let me finish reading the quote. It said, "I just hope I can live long enough to see the fame." Robert, Robert Mapplethorpe said this when he was dying of AIDS in late in the late 80s. Um, the lament of a chronic publicity hound who had always equated publicity with life itself. But fame had always been only one of his cruel addictions. The others were money and gay, sadomasochistic sex. And he lived in a fever of frustration until he was able to bring all three into a lion. So again, if you just if you just looked at the pictures and you say, oh, he's just going for shock, but then you realize, no, this is like it's almost like now nowadays when um when some rapper or some somebody is rapping about sh you know shooting up neighborhoods and robbing and selling drugs and you know driving to whatever the new most expensive car is, you know, and then you realize that's not his life at all. Well, in, in today's time, that's, that's fine. It's fine to do that. It's, 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 it's okay to do that because it's done all the time. And in, in art, like visual art, it's, it's safer. Well, I, I, I guess in these cases, it's not because their lifestyle, their recklessness, in, in their lifestyle ended ended their life shortly. I, I think Mapplethorpe was forty two when he died of AIDS, but it, it's it's like uh, to me when when it's when it's not just a shock, then that's coming from an art perspective. That, that's coming from an artist wanting to express something for whatever reason. But when it's when it's just um, doing whatever you think people want to hear when you doing when, when it's when it's based off a formula then it's like and, and you know and everybody has the right to do that but then it's like can how, how long can you sustain it you know what i mean how, how long how long can the fakery last how long can you you keep that act going on i guess that's what i'm trying to say so there's a there's a there's a, a you know numerous numerous artists that sort of went through that period of uh, wanting to express and then being sort of trying to being um, censored by some politician or some some official. I mean rap you know rap went through it. You, I mean you remember the whole thing when. When uh, Ice T was going through the, the the things, you know, with fuck the police and uh, NWA was going through their whole thing. You know, what I mean, you had you had politicians having hearings and shit over <laughs> what these people were saying in their lyrics, in their songs. But nowadays, it just it's not even that doesn't even. I mean, it, it get it gets glamorized and it gets um, it makes money. But it doesn't get the attention from the, the the politicians and the people like that, like it you know, like it used to in the past, and, and that's a good thing. 
I'm not I'm not saying it like that's bad, but I'm just saying like when you do something for shock, when you do something that's not you, even if it even if you even if you're telling the story of someone else, and you can relate to it in a, in a sense that that's even you know maybe that's sustainable, but um, it's just why even if there's a little like negative um, connotations with it why purposely it's one thing if, if that's you you live in it that's you but why purposely um, put yourself in a situation where you can be where you can gain where you can get negative attention for something you don't even do because that's I'm, everybody has a darkness everybody has some 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 skeletons in the closet why not put the real your real skeletons out there <laughs> and and at least you can own it i mean does that make sense like i i watched a documentary on Sally man and then you know of course you know Sally man had those pictures of her kids and, and stuff out there and is it will i ever do that no i just i mean that wouldn't even to me before i watched that documentary i just, i thought the same thing i thought well, it's easy. It's shock. You know, it's it's just like, why wouldn't you think? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you expect the kind of attention? Like to me, especially for a, mo a mom to put those pictures out. And no, the picture wasn't even horrible. Again, it was just the timing. I mean, actually, maybe now she would probably get the same sort of thing. I, who knows? But like, like the daughter holding a cigarette. Uh, cool ass picture. I mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say. To me, that's probably one of the, one of the most like flamboyant pictures. And to me, it's like, why would you do that if it wasn't shock? Like, how could you be ignorant to the fact that some people are gonna see that wrong? You know what I mean? Like, how how could you not? How could you not think that? How could you think? Um, oh, it's just art. It's just, I. I don't buy that. I don't buy that. But. Some of some of the things, if you watch the biography and, and see how they live, see where they live, it, it's obvious that that's that's that just was you know she was that's just what she was was accustomed to. You know what I mean? But with that being said, can anything you do after that live up live up to that? You know what I mean? Like. Can can heal work after that, and that's that's what her whole documentary was about, trying to outlive those pictures of her kids, and and um, the the documentary is called What Remains of Sally Man or something like that. It's on it's on Amazon, um, and actually that was also if you if you um, watch Art Twenty One or Art in Twenty First Century, there was a little she had an episode on there. But uh, and also she has a book. I read her her most recent book, Hold Still, a memoir with photographs, and that like things like that put perspective. But of course, at the time, people only saw the images. They didn't see this other stuff. You know what I mean? They didn't see the whole story. They didn't see how she lived. They just they just saw those pictures. You know of her kids. And um and and for for anyone who's who's not a parent. Of course they won't understand, but anybody who's a parent know your kids. My my kid, my daughter, my oldest daughter, she hated clothes. 
she ran around, you know, she ran around with a diaper on, just playing normal. That's that's what she did. And that's just kid. No, nobody like if anybody says it's awkward for kids to be um, running around the house around around their own property and shit with no clothes on, they're they a fucking liar. Period. But I do see people in public with kids with just a diaper, and that's kind of ridiculous. And, and do and remember, I'm from I'm from the south, so even even then, even I thought it was ridiculous then, even you know growing up. But you can I can tell like there's there was an, a sincerity with Sally Man and her her photograph. You know what I mean? Like and, and it was kind of a naivete. You know, she was kind of naive. And this is my uh, you know who the fuck am I? But this is my interpretation. This is my opinion. But just me, I, I think some people are, are just like way, people are different, man. Like what one parent think is all right, another parent may not think is all right. And, and that, that's fine. That's fine for, you know, parenting is not universal. There's no, there's no hard, fast rule. You just try to protect your kids and, and just do the fucking figure the shit out as you go. But one thing I was always aware of was... Um, like, like not doing something that will come back and reflect bad on my kids. Even, even with my daughter, my daughters, we didn't get our daughters' ears pierced when they were first born. Like some people do, they get their daughters and kids, even boys. Now I see boys, baby boys, with fucking ears pierced. Like, you know, we waited until they were old enough to say, "Hey, I want my ears pierced." That's when we get there. Ears pierced, and I have three daughters. Only two of them have their ears pierced. One of them don't have their ears pierced, and I can I can give a shit less if she never get her ears pierced. That's you know what I mean. Like I I I've but I've talked to people that they their kid their their daughters must have their fucking ears pierced, and I don't I don't even understand it. You know what I mean? It, it's the same thing with a lot of things that as like parents like force on their kids. Just because they went through it, I'm 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 like the opposite. Like I try to think of the things that were forced on me, and I said, okay, I'm not gonna do that because fucking I didn't like it. So that's the only thing. That, that, to me, that was the, the difference between the Sally Man pictures. Like I think it was just you know she she grew up in a different environment than the people that were actually seeing her work. You know so. Uh, and then you know, compare that with the Maplethorpe guy, with <laughs> Robert Maplethorpe. That was just, and, and actually in both cases, it was it was it was really their lives. And if you don't research it, if you don't if you don't look deeper into it, just say, oh my God, it's a, a dick hanging out of a pen. Oh, if you if you just stop right there, then you're ignorant. You're the idiot. You get what I'm saying? Like I always tell my daughters, it's okay. It's oh, it's totally fine to judge a book by its cover. That, that's what the fucking cover is for. It's to be judged. It's okay to judge a book by its cover, but at least take the time to open the book to confirm or deny your judgment. That's it. But if you just stop at the cover, then well, the the it's that's that's stupid. It's just like visually, we all see a person. We all see. A person and have our snap judgment of that person, and if and, and people who say that say they don't are liars. 
They are they're merely they are hundred percent lying. Like I can see a guy tatted up, mohawk, whatever, and I can make my judgment, and that's I'm cool with that. I'm cool with making my judgment. But will I like 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 just uh just a run from the guy or like don't uh, treat him differently? No, that, that's the difference. You don't treat people differently because of your judgment and you don't know. No. You 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 find out if you want to find out you find out you and, and and nine times out of ten your initial judgment is gonna be way different. Now there's a lot of time where you're judging me like yeah okay I I knew he was a piece of shit <laughs> you know what I mean but it's the it's the fact of judging a piece of art judging a picture or judging something and it's okay it's okay if you stop there it's okay if you judge and then you stop but you don't go on no fucking crusade over the book cover. You don't look at a book cover and it says uh why I hate black people. And then and then you don't even read the book. You you just look at the cover and then you go on the crusade crusade. Now if you look at the cover and it says why I hate oh any whatever. Why I hate black people, why I hate Asians, why I hate gay people. If you if you decide you don't want to read that book because you don't like the cover, you don't like the title, fine. Let that be it. Let that be it. But don't go on a crusade to try to tell other people not to read it or or to try to get people not to buy it. That's stupid. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's the difference. That's the difference between judging a book by its cover and then, like, going on these, these wild um, adventures to... To, to stop something, to, to get on your pedestal about some shit you don't know, you know, just based off of, of, of a cover. So that's uh, <laughs> that's interesting. So look look up Robert Mapplethorpe, and you know, read a little about a bit a bit about the guy. Don't just judge him by like one or two pictures, cause you'll be surprised, man. And like, just the range that this guy had is crazy. It is it, is ridiculous. I mean, it, you know. That that goes to show you that photography, like the act of photography of the camera part, that's technical. Anybody can do that. Anybody can pick up a camera, click, 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 learn f stop, learn aperture, learn explore. Any anybody can go get a book on digital photography and learn the technical. But it's something else inside of people that take it past that to where the camera don't even fucking matter. The tool don't matter. There's like if I if I want to hammer a, a a nail into a wall, you know how many things I can pick up just on my desk. I got my 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 stainless steel coffee cup here. I have my my water bottle here. I have uh, I can probably even get it into into drywall with my uh my my bottle of vitamins. Fuck, even this even this microphone, this Audio technical microphone, I can probably get it get get a nail into a wall. So they're just tools. I mean that that's that's the thing, and I, I don't know. I, I think I beat that that horse down. Uh, the next story I want to talk about was again based around nude, and this one came on my radar. I was listening to this podcast right, and this guy was giving his his girl. I don't know if they married his girlfriend and wife a picture. Now the, the, I told you it's gonna be theme based. A picture of his dick. For her birthday, and and I was just like, okay, see, that's ridiculous. You know, at first I just thought 
shock. Okay, he's trying to be shocking on his podcast to get viewers and ratings and shit like that, you know. But then I was looking through my uh my uh one of my timelines. I use uh, uh Flipboard, and I came across this article. Here's the title: This woman is making the cutest dick pic dick pics you've ever seen. So I was like, oh, he wasn't just making. He wasn't just. There's actually somebody out there that does this. So again, I, I ignored it the first time. I was like, okay, somebody, you know, some photographer is trying to, you know, she's going that route of, um, you know, what's the most outlandish thing you can do? Get some notoriety and, you know, and, and stuff like that. Just do something off, just do something like that. Taking pictures of dude dicks. Because first of all, it's like, who, what, to, just to even say that, <laughs> you know, but, to have a career, that's you mean that's that's your niche, that's your skill set. What's your you know you go into a gig to to you know try to try to get this gig and they say, well what what work you've done in the past? Oh, I, I take pictures of dudes dicks. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I had to you know it, I I skipped over it like a few times and then but it kept coming up on these different blogs and different um. Like easy, like, like magazines, on, online magazines. So this one is from, um, actually, she's been doing a while. Let me see. No, this is from January. This is from uh, the 12th on Budfeed. And her name is uh, Soroye Dubads, an Iranian Canadian woman who works in New York as a self described professional penis photographer. Holy shit. I mean, I mean, see this, but you know what? This goes to show. This goes to show that. Okay, so May, you can't. Okay, so Maplethorpe took pictures of dudes' dicks, right? You know, you can say, well, everything's been done. Okay, so he did that in the '80s, but she's doing it in a whole different way. So yeah, something's been it, just because it's been done, don't mean you can't do it differently. And she's doing it differently. <laughs> and, and, and what she like. The the thing that ca caught me was <laughs> after a while, after a while of looking at it, you actually forget you forget it's a dick. You forget it's these dudes' dicks. <laughs> and like this one, it has on like a uh, Mister Rogers sweater with these spectacles, these glasses. <laughs> and it's hard, like. It's hard to even think of it as vulgar because the shit is so hilarious. It all is it's almost reminded me of like a old Benny Hill. Something you would see on like an old eighties, nineties uh HBO skit or <laughs> something like that. But it's you know man, it's the thing like I try to I try to learn something from Everything I see, no matter like if I agree with it or don't agree with it, but this 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 does goes to show that man, you you have to be creative. You have to like open up your mind again. You can't be thinking about fucking what camera you gonna buy. Who cares when you taking pictures of dicks? With this one, I'm looking at one. It's dressed like Fidel Castro. He <laughs> got like a mustache. He got like an army uh uh army hat on jacket. Like a cadet cap. 
And then this other one is dressed like, uh, I don't know, Pee Wee Herman? What the fuck? Oh, like Pee Wee Herman or something, man. But, you know, kudos to her, man. Like, she, she created a whole little... Now, nobody else can't do this. If you if you if you haven't done dick pics before that's dressed up like characters and you try to do it now, you fucking copy. You gotta come with something whole you gotta come on a new level now. You 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 gotta it's done. Like this one's done. She she got it. She's she got that niche. You can't do it until she dies or stop doing it and then you you bring it back to life. Uh, it's, it's, it's hilarious, man. This one of Donald Trump. Uh, it's, it's, you just gotta see. It. I'm putting links to the um, to her website and to if I remember to her website and to this article. But and, and again, this is another one of those things when you just hear about it, you just blow it off. You're like, okay, some chick taking pictures of dicks, and then you know the first thing come to mind was like porn, perversion, whatever. And but then you see it and you realize, and, I, and maybe it's just because. I, I I come from the mind of a creative. Like I wonder if 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 my mother in law saw this, would she would she see it the same way I see it? <laughs> or would, like if my mom saw it, would she see it the same way? I don't even see dicks. I don't. It's like I don't. I don't even. I see little little characters. <laughs> Oh man, but you you gotta see it, and, and you know is she? There's no way she's not a hilarious person. There's no way that she can take you can take pictures like this and not have the best sense of humor in the world. You know what I mean? So that's that again. That's the thing. Like you go from like thinking something about a person, and this this chick may be the most fun person in the world to hang around with, man. That's, that's a trip. So so kudos to her. I, I can't. I'm gonna try to pronounce her name again. Soraya, dude, dude's dude's boss. Kudos to her, man. Uh, for like you know creating her own niche. That that like that me that makes me try to up my game. Not to do anything outlandish, but to know that you can't you can't look at somebody's work or you can't have an idea and then say oh that's been done. You gotta have an idea. And then just go with it. Go with it. And then put yourself into it. And then once you put yourself into it, it has no other choice but to be different. Because nobody thinks like you. Nobody has the eyes you have. Nobody sees things you have. Which segue was an awesome segue. Also, also I didn't even plan that. But it um, segue into my next article. My next thing I got to talk about. All right, so... There was this project to where, uh, let me let me find it. There was these twelve photographers who shot portraits in the same room, like not at the same time, but one room, same everything in the room. Twelve photographers were pegged to. Uh, let me see here. A group of twelve photographers gathered in a beautiful villa in Tuscany, Italy, last year to be creative, learn from one another, and exchange ideas. On the last day, they decided to challenge themselves with an experiment. They would each spend 15 minutes shooting a portrait of a model using the same room as the setting. So they used one room, same room, same setting, everything. Uh, I'm not sure if they like had their own different lighting. Let me see. Do, 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 do. Okay, so the idea was by a flower stylist and set designer of 
Fluida design. I guess that's a, what the hell is Fluida design? I tried to go to that link. It's not working. It says bandwidth limit exceeded. I don't know if that's on my end or that end. I mean, let me try to go to something else and see if it's their site. Yeah, so their site is down. Anyway, so a flower stylist and set designer of this flu Fluida design who set up large flower arrangement in the most beautiful room. Okay, so they're like a flower designer, flower arrangement designer. All right, so each each photographer, and I'm just pretty much, this is on Petapixel, so I want to give credit to Petapixel, you know, not like I'm, I'm, I found this or making this up on my own. So each photographer could choose between um, three models or one of the photographers in three dresses in 15 minutes, um, to begin as soon as the two people enter the room. So 15 minutes, whoever they pick walking to the room, the clock starts. They got, so 15 minutes total from as soon as the model enters the room, 15 minutes in the same room, right? So, uh, just, I'm looking at the pictures and I'm gonna post the pictures and I'm gonna post the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the link and the photographers you know on on the show notes and I'm, I'm just going down to the pictures and um, right off the bat so I you know I just I just went brief briefly through them all and just scanning down and I and I automatically you know see the ones I like the most there, there's this like when, when I look at pictures I, I try to look for pictures that try not to be you know you know if that makes sense some pictures try to be like uh What's the word? Uh, in my opinion, try to be this this thing, <laughs> this this over the top thing. Then some people, some pictures. It's almost like when a beautiful woman wears makeup. It's like you you're already beautiful, and 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 not just makeup like this outlandish makeup. Like what? I don't. What's the point behind that? You know, like. To try to be like, I don't know, to look like a starlet or try to look like a some kind of, you know, what they are used to seeing in a magazine when they, they're already pretty. They're already beautiful. You know what I mean? Um, so the, the first one I like. I don't like the second one too much. The third one I don't like it too much. The fourth one definitely don't like is this guy putting on lipstick. The, the, the one after that, the black and white, love that one. Love that one. I like the one right up, right below that. You know, so go uh, any black and white. I always, always draw my eye in. So, um, who is this? Laura Zalinga. Like that. One, like hers. I don't like the this the Martin Valentine Fuchs whatever. I don't know what is that bubbles of some shit coming out of the girl's mouth. Um. Yeah, so go take a look. Go take a look. But again, that goes to show, you know, they have the same, you know, some people say, well, I don't have those lights. I don't have, uh, I don't have, like, I, I hear a lot of, uh, like, big time photographers, like, I just recently listened to one by uh, Vincent Versace, and he said, you know, he does workshop, and he said one of, one of the things he always get in his workshop, the people complain that, well, you take beautiful pictures because you get to go on these beautiful locations and 
and you are sponsored by I, I can't remember who he's sponsored by Nikon or Canon you know because they're the only two camera company he, he's sponsored by one of them uh, I think I, I, I think he's one of the one of these he's sponsored by one of them um, but you know they were, he, he, he says uh, to the interviewer that you know he always get people saying well you got all this equipment you got anything you can have you know whatever whatever and so he took like this little point and shoot camera and, and, get, and let them take whatever height, whatever the highest dollar camera they wanted out and they all went and shot the same locations and of course this is him talking you know but and I, I, believe, I have no reason not to believe him but he said you know he, his, his images with the point and shoot camera blew the other ones out of the way out of the water and I'm not gonna lie when, when I first started photography when I was younger I used to think that I used to I used to say the same shit instead of owning up to I haven't developed my eye I haven't developed my skills you know of course it was the equipment it was the lighting it was the location it was all of that and I think that's why a lot of times you you, you get better artistically with age and I can regret not not sticking to it when I first started you know I, I gave it up for a while and I, I there's a lot of other photographers that did the same thing but when they came back they came back fierce and I think it's because you know that all like even though that's all you see I, I went to Barnes and Nobles the other day uh, looking for a new magazine you know I was like I want to I wanted to get a, a subscription to to uh, a magazine a magazine like a photo magazine but most of them was bullshit so I ended up not getting anything and um, and when I came back I was like you know what I should have just got because there's other magazines I like like uh, Jack Suppose uh, high fructose magazine is that the name of it? I actually got them. Uh, fructose or something like that. Yeah, fru fructose or something. High fructose? Is that, or is that the con corn syrup? But juxtapose those type magazines. Um, Art in America. Uh, I, I thought Lens Work would be there, but I didn't see Lens Work. So maybe Lens Work is not being published on um, in print anymore. I'm not sure. But most of the magazines were just just gimmick and gadgetry, which is, I mean, that you know, there's a place for that. But I, I don't, I, who's buying those magazines where you can just go to, go to Google, YouTube, and find everything you want to know about any kind of piece of equipment? I, I don't know who's buying magazines about gadget talk. But they're still publishing them, so somebody, somebody's. Uh, even Photoshop magazine. There was all these like Photoshop magazines. I'm like, well, I, first of all, I got a subscription to Linda, so you know, I, I don't, I don't need that. But uh, yeah, so I, I used to used to think like the camera matter. I mean, the camera matters. Like on when you're doing like gigs and stuff like that, you know, if, if you want to do low light photography, of course, you want a full frame camera with a great or like one of these new mirrorless that, that's coming out that has good low light quality but like I said man I've done if you go to my tellusphoto.com and look under my uh, um, my my band, my music projects those those were all shot with my K3 and it's not the best after after like 800 ISO I, I start to see noise come in you know uh, and I was shooting some of those like way low like cause I I, I, I can't bring myself to to be using flash to you know what i mean like I, i've seen like some 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 uh legendary flash 
like rock photograph and I like them I, you know I like them for what they are but it, there's a certain aesthetic I have in my mind and flash doesn't play a part in it so I'd rather have the grain you know and, that, and that's why I, they're all black and white but I'd rather have the grain there than to to blow out the the atmosphere you know what I mean because ideally I would want to like capture music and video and create a full thing because some of these like small time uh, like these local musicians local bands man the music they play is just unbelievable I, you know and I, and I, I want to capture like the, the, the emotions that's going into them playing their music and so ideally I, I would want to uh, capture some audio along with that one of the last ones I did, there was this, there was a newspaper guy that showed up, and he was shooting too, and he was just, he had the flash, and he was at like all on stage, and you can tell it bothered the band, even though they didn't say anything, but you can tell it bothered them, and you can tell it bothered the audience. So when I shoot, I try to be low key, but I remember thinking before I set out to do this project, I was like, you know, man, I can't, I can't capture low light with this, with a K3. I can't capture that. But I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I, nobody's that project was my own. No, who if if they, if they don't come out, they don't come out. If I if I don't like the images, I don't like the images. You know. So, um, so yeah. So you know, the, the I guess the whole uh, theme to this <laughs> theme to this this episode was take dick pics, <laughs> and uh. And don't don't be bothered by no, I'm just joking about that. But don't be bothered by like if something's done already. You know what I mean? Like don't be bothered by if somebody's done something already. Just just do it with sincerity and honesty. Just just do it, you know, the, the way you want to do it. And um, cause I, I I can I can be honest. In the past, there was projects I wanted to do, and even and didn't even have any knowledge of anybody doing it. And then I come across like a whole series of photographs done by some famous person, some famous photographer, and I'd be like, well, fuck that, and then i just kill the project. You know what I mean? Like, i, I just totally kill the project, and then, like, two years later, somebody else will come and do that similar project, and then their their take on it be totally different, and then, I'm, you know, I'm sitting thinking, regretting that I, that I, um, you know, that I didn't finish the project. So, I think, I think a lot of that come with age and stuff to where you don't care about that anymore so anyway I think I've rambled long enough let me see what did I cover everything I wanted to talk about let me see here yeah yeah well for the most part I get the I get the other stuff on the next one so that's it man thanks for thanks for listening thanks for coming back to straight talk uncut you know I like I said I don't know a lot but what I do know I talk straight about straight talk uncut just recorded January 25th 2016, I'm Tellus. Thanks for listening.